Uh, I would say outsource. Your, your team is absolutely vital. Um, get a really good team around you. Power to live more with Joe Dodds. Welcome to the Power to Live More podcast, all about productivity, organisation, well-being, energy and resilience. I'm Jo Dodds and I started this show to enable interesting people to share their stories about how they use their power to live more and by that I mean to do the stuff that they want to do more than the stuff that they need to or should do. It's about creating a life for yourself where you have the energy, health and space to be happy and fulfilled, spending your time as you'd like, whether that be at work, home or somewhere else entirely. That's your choice. Hello. My name is Ellie Dodds and I'm co-presenter and today Joe is interviewing Simon Jordan. Simon and Joe have known each other for years, having originally met networking in Kent. He was one of our first podcast guests, so we thought that it was time for his return. Simon is a personal brand creator, adventurer, environmentalist, author, dog walker and whiskey drinker. Back to the studio. Today I'm interviewing Simon Jordan of Simon Jordan Marketing. Welcome Simon, thanks for joining me. Well, thank you very much, Joe. It's good to be back, as someone called Gary Glitter once said, but we won't go there. Yeah. <laughs> Great start. Yeah, I was going to say, you are one of my returners. In fact, I should have looked, but I think you were something like show number four or something. I mean, like this is years ago. Ellie was eight when we started doing these, and she's 14 mm. now. So Wow. <laughs> so it was a long time ago. But life has changed a lot for you in the meantime, so I'm looking forward to catching up and finding out a bit more. But start by telling people who you are, what you do, and crucially, where you do it. Um, well, who am I? Well, Simon Jordan. Um, I essentially, you know, Simon Jordan Marketing. So we were just saying that before you click record. It's got a boring name, really, but it just <laughs> kind of just says what it is. I do more than that. I work with coaches and consultants. That's my main sort of uh, stable. Okay, so essentially people come to me who need their brand sorting out. that either need rebranding or a new brand um, creating. But I don't just create the nice, pretty graphics. I go in deeper than that. I learn about who they are. Mm-hmm. And we create what's known as an aligned brand. Because if you are the face of the business, your marketing should be a direct representation of who you are. So the colors should match your personality, the, the fonts, the, the tone of voice, the, the, the whole design, the whole feel, all the touch points. So that's what we do. And I then work with the clients over, uh, normally it's over a year, because once you've built, you know, the, the, the website and all the marketing, all the touch points, that kind of stuff, you're then going to work with them. Okay, well, how can you then carry on that? So I, t- I take them through four stages and it's all based about an airplane flight. It's pre-flight and then it's, uh, well, it's flight check, pre-flight, um, launch and then it's altitude and the altitude is, is the kind of sexy bit where it's where it's, I, I work with them once a week or once a month and sort of coaching them really how they can build their business because that's where the important bit is because anyone can launch a business anyone can build a website it's a piece of cake you know but it's actually growing it that's the key and that's where it gets really sexy and I can look at where, where they are uh, what they're doing and also as I learn about them we can create new products. We can productize their knowledge, um, set things up. I've worked with loads of clients at the moment. One guy, I suggest, he's a very, very successful accountant, actually, but he, he coaches other accountants. Uh, he's been doing it for a long time, very successful. He's an award-winning one. And I introduced Building Masterminds, and that was last year. He's now running four of them, about to uh, create another two, 
um, so six in total, and he's absolutely flying. So it's just looking at learning about them, and instead of just doing one size fits all, you build it out, which also also works with them. So it's aligned with them. So I don't suggest stuff that that won't really fit with them and with their energy. So that's what I do. Where I do it, I'm based down in Bridport, but I've got clients in LA, um, Colorado, um, all over the UK. Um, yeah, so um, Australia as well. I've got a number of clients over in Australia. So global, really, as as we all can be global when you've got an online business. So yeah, yes, yeah. there you go. Lovely. So your business um, has changed quite a lot over the years, and then come back to sort of your core, but in a different sort of way. And uh, you know, we're quite similar in that that respect. We've we've both done quite a lot of different things. We've had different sort of messages, if you like. And I think it's fair to say we're both back at the sort of um, what we were supposed to do all along, <laughs> but with a different spin. Um, so talk us through a bit about how that happened for you. So we met in Kent probably, well, I don't know, 13, 12 years ago, something like that. Well, no, well, it's 11 years. This is my 11th year. In, in... Was it 11 years ago? Okay, cool. Um, well, I mean, and yeah, it's, it's always... It's always kind of been this sort of marketing and branding. I've, I've been in the world of advertising and, and design and stuff for over 30 years now. Um, it's changed. It's, um, but when I say it's changed, it hasn't really. Um, I would say it's got better. It's got clearer. I did have a break. Uh, I went over to France uh, and we were starting up a business, which is a brewery, or rather took over a brewery over there. Um, so I paused my business, <clears throat> learned a lot from, from, from doing that uh, and all the chaos that came with it, which you know all about. Um, but yeah, it, it was always in the background. I mean, that's what I, I studied. I studied graphic design. I ran and owned two design companies back in the day. I was a creative director for an ad agency in London. Um, so it's always been around there. I have an ability of seeing an, someone's idea and visualizing it and mm. bringing it um, you know, out and you know crystallizing all the rest of it and um and making it real and then earning money from it really yeah so that's what i do but yeah it's what i'm doing now though i work with with clients uh, i mean one of my one of my biggest clients we we've completely changed them they're actually it's the the iab which is the international association of bookkeepers which sounds very dull and essentially bookkeeping is quite dull they've been going since 1973 and they brought me on board essentially as their creative director um, about a year ago. And I said, right from the word go, right, I'm going to humanize you. And they're like, what are you on about? <laughs> I said, well, I'm, you know, you guys get a bad rap. We're going to turn that around. And in the last six months, we've had more engagement than they've had in over 40 years. And it's phenomenal. We've, um, we've changed it around. I've, I've made the CEO and the COO, and I was even interviewing the president today. Um, we've made them available. Um, I've made them, we, we now do regular coffee mornings and we get 70 people on the call each, uh, every, every other week. And the engagement is off the chart. They love it. You know, we've, we've put together webinars for them now where they, they're paid webinars and we've made a lot of money for them. And we would not have got that if we hadn't humanized the brand. So, so that's what I do now. It's, I sort of go in and it's, it's so important to do that. The big corporations can't humanize. They can't do that. You know, they, they can have, you know, they've got the Mark Zuckerberg. Well, it's, it's, that's okay, but it's not, you know, it's still a huge uh, corporation, same as Apple. All the big, big corporates, you can't get that personal touch where small businesses can. Even, you know, the IAB was reasonably a big company. It's been going a long time, got thousands of members all over the world. 
and but it's I've changed that around and that's what I do with my clients but what I also do certainly on a, a smaller level when it's smaller businesses I work out what's right for them get them to tune in because and this this is something that's, that's come up a lot recently where you'll get people and I was I was one I'm sure you are Joe as well you'll see the guru in inverted commas and you think oh fantastic and they're selling a package which is become rich fast or whatever it might be maybe not even that crass and you buy into it thinking great well it's a blueprint to success or whatever and the thing is their success will never be your success because their success i mean for example i can show you how to build a business i can show you how to build a very successful coaching business um and I can show you, these are the steps to use. This is how I built my business because um, I also coach my clients as well in the business. But you'll never get the same. I've never, ever get the same because my path is totally different. The connections I've made over the years, the networking I've done, the energy I bring, you know, how I am with my clients, all that kind of stuff. Yes, you've got the foundations, but it's different. So what I do with my clients, we build it out, but at every point we check in and I get them to say, okay, does the, is this feeling right for you? I mean, it made me sound a little bit woo-woo, but it is really important. Are you getting a gut instinct from this? Does this feel right? And if they don't understand, well, what does a gut instinct feel like? We all, I mean, we should all know that. But just keep checking in because if you go off on, uh, on a tangent and think, oh, I've seen this new gizmo or whatever, and I think this is great, where's that coming from? What's that decision made from? Is it uh, a position of, well, I've seen someone else use it, so it must be brilliant, or great it's another shiny object nine times out of ten it will fall on its ass and i've seen so many people they've, they've, i've had clients come to me and go great i want to set up a mastermind group or a membership site because i want to make a load of money because i've seen other people are doing it and as soon as they start talking to me i know it will not work mm. so now i work with people and go right where is this coming from is this coming from a place of ego or is it actually coming from the heart do you really feel that this is this is this is right and i'll give you an example I have just released a, a new book called Wild, Wild Swimming Through Lockdown. That whole process, I can't actually remember putting it together. It sounds really weird, but I, I talk a lot about this thing called uh, um, simplicity of success, and it's it being in flow. We all know when we're in flow. We, we get it when we're on holiday and when we've had a complete break and we're not thinking about work or anything like that and the ideas just come and it's like where, where are these ideas coming from and elizabeth gilbert talks about this in her book called big magic which is a brilliant book and that's when you're in flow that's when you're tuned in you're listening to what the universe wants to bring or what, what the ideas come forth but when you're actually in your day-to-day -day business you get distracted or you'll see something you think oh that looks good and what's driving you most of the time is ego and when that happens, it's kind of forced success. And I've done it and I fall on my face and my ass and sometimes all, through, all, all together. And it just doesn't, hasn't worked. Mm -hmm. But when you actually stop and go, actually, do I need this? Does this sit right for me? Um, and it just, it just tunes it. And going, going back to this book I've just, just created, it was, uh, well, I, I swim every morning in the sea. And it was during lockdown, as, as lockdown started to ease, we started to notice more and more people. And old people from the, the previous year, who I know, started to come back. And it just the idea just came through and thought, I need to capture this. I need to put this in a book. And I'd asked them, I said, do you mind if I photograph you as you come out of the sea? Now, if you think it's a majority, 70% of the people in the book are women. So imagine some, some guy saying, can I photograph you with no hair, no makeup, wet-faced, coming out of the sea in the morning? Yeah. 
everyone said yes. They all signed the model release form and putting it together. And it, the joy has just been phenomenal. It's been out just, o- no, hang on, just over a week, just over a week, I think. And it's, I'm going to have to do another print run. It yeah. is unbelievable. We're in Coast Magazine uh, before Christmas. We're in Dorset Magazine. In fact, Dorset Art Magazine have asked, asked me to also write an article in January. We're in the local press around Dorset uh, tomorrow. Um, yeah. <laughs> and it's just, it has not been difficult. And I haven't, at the no point have I thought, oh, I want to do this because it will be good for me or for the ego. I've no. And in fact, all I've said, people are, a lot of people say, oh, it's brilliant. You've done a great job. And I said, all I've done, I've just been the curator of it. I've just brought it together. To be honest, Joe, I didn't really actually have, want to have my photo in there because I thought it's not about me. Um, I know I'm one of the swimmers, but I just wanted to capture them. Mm. It's just amazing. The Cornish Bakery has sponsored it. Um, and they're a big chain of, of uh, cafes down here on the south, south coast. Mm. And it's just amazing. And again, that is coming from flow. So I see, for, I mean, I, I could talk about this, um, the simplicity of success. It's, it's a stage, a uh, series of stages I go through with my clients and it works. It really does work. Mm. There you go. That was a long-winded. <laughs> it was. It was. <laughs> but yeah, a, a good um, sort of uh, narrative of, of how you work now. I think, you know, evidence to me of, of this, and I know you've talked about this a bit on your social media is, you know, when we last spoke and I, I should have checked when it was, it must've been four or five years ago, I suppose on here, you were in that shop blue suit, weren't you? I don't suppose that's the image you're going to send me to use this time. Is it? Uh, good. I do. Fun enough. I, um, I had a load of suits, uh, pinstripe suit and stuff like that. And I've been them all because it just wasn't <laughs> me back in the day. Um, I was chasing the dollar but, you know, faking it till you make it, all that BS. Um, and it just didn't work. It really, again, coming from a place of ego, I wanted to be the big shot, blah, blah, blah. It just did not work. Now, I'm for pretty much eight months of the year, I'll be in shorts and bare feet. Um, and, yeah, I'm, I'm here now, shorts, T-shirt, you know. My yeah. hair's short now. I'd cut my hair. It used to be really long. But yeah, I'll, you were a right old surfer, weren't you, for ages? <laughs> well, I was. Do you know why I cut it? Because I, when I was training to swim the channel, I was fed up with the hair. <laughs> It doesn't matter how I try to tuck it in my hat, in my swimming cap. It kept coming out in my mouth and across my goggles. I went, oh, stuff it. Right, I'm going to get it cut. <laughs> so, and actually, I quite prefer it now. It's easier to handle. Yeah, so I'm yeah. looking forward to the swimming photo for your uh, profile shot for this, maybe. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> maybe not. <laughs> yeah. Uh, excellent. So that, that's a good sort of um, introduction then to, to what you do and also how you work with your clients. What does that mean in terms of what your days look like? Well, my days are full on at the moment. Well, I say that. Yeah, most mornings, well, I never set the alarm. Um, I wake up normally about between five, half five, just naturally. Um, it sounds very Californian, but it's, it's, um, it, it is a night. I just make a green tea, very Californian again. <laughs> and just, just sit on the sofa and I, I, I stretch out. Um, I'll just do some exercise. I've got a gym at home, so I, I'll just do some stretching in there. Just limber up because, you know, I'm 51 now and I creak a bit more than I used to. Mm-hmm. And then um, at quarter, well, in fact, 27, I get on my little pedal bike and I pedal down and I uh, meet my fellow swimmers at quarter two. So it's, that's how close to the beach, I'm half a mile from the beach. And it's lovely. And we go for a swim. I'm in the sea for half an hour, 45 minutes. Come back and then I go for a coffee at the Cornish, um, Cornish Bakery. It was a little cafe. Um, do brilliant croissants. And normally I just sit and I watch the harbour. Gina, my partner, she'll come down with me as well. 
um, and it's beautiful. And then we cycle back, and then um, I probably start work. Yeah, between nine and ten. But it's it's that is how my day is. I don't normally work after six, but saying that I've got a call for an hour and a half with my client in Colorado tonight. That's going to be an hour and a half call, so I'm not finishing until half seven, which for me is ridiculously late. <laughs> but yeah, it's 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 very simple. My 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 life at the moment. That's how I like it. I don't do complicated. Yeah. My, my yeah. PA is brilliant. She blocks out time. I have time when I'm, I don't want calls. Um, I take a, a doze in the afternoon. If I need to, I have my personal trainer here today. And I actually went <laughs> for a 15 minute kip before she came. I thought I needed the, I needed the energy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, very, very, very simple. Um, yeah. Nothing complicated. We, you know, we eat out when we can, um, obviously with the lockdown going on, but yeah, it's socialize a lot. Um, yeah, very, very simple. Lovely. So I was talking before we started about the fact that I, I bought one of those, what are they called? Circle lights, donut lights. Now, what are they called? Oh, the ring lights, yeah. Ring lights, that's it. I was describing all the things that were circular, not the right thing. Um, on account of a, an article you had on your blog about all the technology to use for creating videos. So um, uh, I'm still taking your advice on tools and apps. <laughs> so what have you got to share with us today? <laughs> Um, well, I, it's funny enough, I signed up for Ecamm Live, um, which is it's a good bit of software, but then I thought, actually, I don't need it. Um, it just allows you to broadcast live to, to Facebook Live, and you can put your, your logos and stuff like that on there. Uh-huh. And I thought, yeah, that, that's, it's good, but, you know, do you need it? Does my, does my business need it? No, not really. So I, I know, it's only £27 a month or whatever it was, which is, which is nothing really. I thought, it's just another gadget. I don't actually need it. I can do yeah. Facebook lives. And to be honest, I, again, this is going back to tuning in. I found when I did Facebook lives and I thought, right, I haven't done one for a while, so I need to do another one. Okay. Need to do one or, sh- or does it feel right to do one? And when I've done them before where I thought, yeah, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do one. It never felt right. The energy isn't felt right and hard to get any engagement. And it's, what was the point of that? But when I've come up with that, just, you know, I need to say this, I need, this is a message that just feel, I feel I have to say mm-hmm. great engagement. And it's all been, always been really good. So yeah, Ecamm live is good. If you're doing, you can have two, you can te- set two cameras up as well. So you can say, you know, camera one and camera two, it's very, it's very cool. And very easy to set up. Um, but essentially I've just got a, a MacBook pro. Um, I don't know if it's the latest version of what it is. And I've got a ring light behind me. I've got a Yeti mic on a, a stand. I've got all the, um, the sound deadening foam behind uh, around my desk. Yeah. So as you as you can hear, there's no echo in here, and it's a reasonably big office. Um, but it's yeah, it's just that's it really. Just keep it really really simple. And um, but I have just ordered a standing desk. Because <laughs> I just thought I do. I've been sitting around sitting down for too long, um, yeah. and I need to yeah. Just don't want to try it out. Well, it's it's, it's one that sits on the desk because I really like my desk because it's. Yeah. it's um, I've had it for a long time. So, and and top tip: um, don't stand up when you're doing your uh, recording because it'll echo all round the desk. What? <laughs> I yes, have a standing what? desk, but you'll remember from our video before we started. I'm actually sitting in my armchair on the basis that uh, it's too echoey at my standing desk. <laughs> yeah, it's a good point actually because I mean my my uh, insulating pads they do go up quite high, but not that high. So no, I, I will sit down for that. Yes. Yeah. 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 Aha. So you've talked already about having a VA to help you to get stuff done. And you talked yes. about team earlier. Um, you've worked with other people for a long time to deliver 
your service as a independent uh, business owner. Yeah. What sort of tips have you got for that? It's something that you've you've always done, but many people don't because for various reasons. Uh, I would say outsource. Your, your team is absolutely vital. Um, get a really good team around you. I've got a team of guys now. We've got one. We've got two project managers. I've got uh, two programmers, two design. This is all for web stuff. And in mm-hmm. fact, they do. Um, they're brilliant designers. I, I've come to a stage where I was, oh, you know what? I'm getting old in the tooth. And they're <laughs> younger and better, and they've got more creative ideas than me. So I, I just farm it all out to them. Get a really good team around you and treat them well. I pay my team really well. Um, I pay them over the odds. I pay, pay them more than they, you know, they would normally charge because that way it brings loyalty. I look after them. Um, same my VA. You know, when um, inv- invoice comes through, pay it. Don't don't quibble over it. Look after your suppliers because without your suppliers, you're kind of screwed. Mm. So yeah, outsource as much as you can. I. Um, I'm going to be launching a new part of the business where I don't have much to do with it very soon, um, which people can come in and they can pick and choose and there'll be all the content of how to build the business and that kind of stuff. And it'll be a fee uh, and my guys will handle it. And I just, I don't have to have that much involvement in it, but it's all about the team and, and outsourcing absolutely vital. Um, You know, if you think I really can't afford it, do something, you know, stop mm-hmm. going out to restaurants or whatever, you know, it is vital. It will, at the moment, there's only so many hours in the day um, that anyone can can work before you're burnt out. But when you bring a team on board, it releases some of that stress. It, it makes it easy for you. Uh, if you. Again, if you get a good team, I've worked with my guys now for about four years and brilliant, absolutely brilliant. They work really bloody hard. In fact, sometimes they're emailing me on a Sunday. I'm going, guys, it's a Sunday to stop. You know, I don't need it. Nothing's that urgent. If my client said to me, I need it now, I'm like, well, do you really? And in fact, the clients I've got are not like that. No. So, um, yeah, my main thing is outsource. Yes. Yeah. Can't yeah. say that more enough. I don't, I don't want to employ people. Um, I've done that before. Um, um, but, um, mm. yeah, just outsourcing is really, really key. Mm. Yeah. And what about the whole sort of keeping healthy and energetic for your um, business? You've already talked about, um, a lot of sort of the exercise you you have regular challenges perhaps you can tell us a bit more about that um, and you've talked a bit about the way that you sort of look after yourself with your exercise and, and so on um, it, it's something I've, I've always known that you've done but it sounds like you're you're much more sort of intentional about that now I am yeah because I've, I've always sort of ticked over uh, I mean I was 50 last year and I thought right I'm 50 now I want to up my game. Um, I like challenging because it, it teaches you, teaches you a lot about mental strength, um, stoicism. Um, I like big challenges, really. Um, I've, I've always, you know, I was last year. I was doing a trail race every every month, uh, which is great. I love a bit of bling in my gym. I've got a rack with all these medals on. It's great. It's actually you just look back and go, wow, I did all those. Yeah. But it teaches you a lot about yourself when you really push it. So this year, in fact, now. Uh, what day? When? What time? Um, yeah, the fifteenth. We actually yesterday we would have. Um, it was the period where we were booked into swim the English Channel. Myself and a friend of mine. We were going to be doing it together, sort of side yeah. by side. But that all fell apart because of COVID, um, the mm. pandemic, and I couldn't train. I was. I mean, I swim all year round in the sea, but come March, it's actually the coldest time of the year, and I couldn't swim. Um, for, you, know, I, you know, I was getting in the pool and I was doing sort of two, three hours a day. And you can't do that in the sea, not this time of year, even with a wetsuit on. It's just no, too no. And the pool's closed. So it was like, okay, I can't train. So, yeah, that sort of fell apart. Um, but no, every morning, 
doesn't matter if it's raining, seas are choppy, if it's choppy or something in the harbour. Um, but yeah, I don't care. I, I really don't. I did, I did 90, no, almost nearly 100 days of swimming back to back in lockdown. I was going down, there was no one else around, yeah. you know, in some crazy weather as well. But it's just, it's brilliant. So I swim every day. Um, I have a trainer that comes to the house. I've got a gym here, I think, as I said, um, three times a week. Yeah. And absolutely beasts me um but i love it it's 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 good and i think as you get older you know it's it's you you do need to work harder and you need yeah. to work hard on a lot so i've i'm working with um a coach i've got sort of you know <clears throat> i think when you get to a stage you need, you need to invest in yourself as well you know you've got to look at that so i've got someone who looks at um, like mindset so works with me on mindset I've got someone else working with me on like nutrition, things like that, making sure I'm getting enough protein in. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. And I make sure I'm smoking enough. No joking. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, the personal fitness as well. But my, my, my mental, um, just mental health is me sea swimming every morning, which I yeah. love. I just go out. I say hello to the other people. I just swim quite far out. And just to be there in the cold sea in fact it's not cold at the moment it's still warm it's about 17 degrees i actually like it when it gets really cold um and it's just that sets me up so i'm in the water about half an hour 45 minutes it's just beautiful i love it and then come out and it's just wow i'm ready to start there it it, it energizes you it i I say it rewilds me as well um because you know we're sitting you know everything's so comfortable isn't it you know our homes and i like going places where it does get you uncomfortable it is cold in the sea yes i've been stung by jellyfish but you know what it's part of nature and it just it's it's sort of raw there's no you know mother nature is not soft and cuddly it's just she is what she is you know she, yeah. we've got we're yeah. with Jurassic coast down here she smashes against the cliffs we have rock falls that kind of stuff and yeah. we were swimming the other week and this huge wave broke over us and it was it's like shit we've never seen one that big yeah. this far out because they normally break near and that was it felt like that was a warning shot saying don't get cocky <laughs> but it was like oh my god this is amazing we're, we're yeah. part of this it was beautiful yeah so that's what i do yeah yeah, yeah. and what about sort of um keeping up to speed with what is happening and learning and improving yourself and that sort of thing i mean it, everything you've said so far shows that, that that's sort of happening do you do anything specific around apart from your coaches obviously um I don't really. Um, I don't go out and see what new gadgets are out there. I see, I, I mean, I'm, I'm always listening you know, on social media, what comes out and I'm, I'm speaking with enough people yeah. that I will hear new things. And I just trust in the process when something I need to learn something new, it will okay. come out. I'll find about it. So I don't actively go out and seek it. You know, I read a lot. I read a lot of autobiographies. Um, I've got about two on the go at the moment. So yeah, just keeping your ear to the ground. Um, yeah. my, my technique what i mean what i'm creating now is i think as i said before we started recording or even on now i think the simplicity of success that was something i've i've created this year it's a really simple process but that will be coming out in a book um and then there'll be workshops and things like that because it's actually a really simple process mm-hmm. um so so yeah there's there's different and maybe different i suppose technology um, and you've just told me one which is quite good about you know that that the, to noi- the noise cancelling app which is pretty Chris, good the noise cancelling yeah that's right yeah, yeah. really good mm-hmm. but uh, that, that's it really joe to be honest i don't i'm not a member of any groups on facebook i because I, I i'm too busy to be actively involved so i thought I, i'm not gonna do it justice so i i don't go out I, I regularly get invited to come and join the small business entrepreneurs group or whatever like no no 
really don't want to be part of that. Um, so yeah, um, I'll just that. keep my into the ground. I end up joining yeah. groups and then ignoring them. <laughs> Maybe I should yeah, just. Well, that, well, that's it. I just. Uh, <laughs> you know, I, I had one the other day, and it was sort of. It was just so random. Yeah. <laughs> it was just some wise like Turkish food group. I'm like what? <laughs> Why the hell would I want to be part of that? It wasn't. I don't. I can't remember what it was, but it was entirely random. Yeah. Very weird. Yeah. I don't know. So last couple of questions. Firstly, what about those days where it all goes horribly wrong? What do you do then? Uh, I'm going to be brutally honest. Um, I can't remember the last time I had a horribly wrong day, but when it does, I stop and think, okay, what is this telling me about me? Because uh, your your external world is a reflection of your internal world. So if I've had, if I've spent a whole week being in a bad mood, which I don't, but, but if you're really grumbly or miserable or whatever, normally the outside world will show you, you know, you'll, something will happen uh it could be a client or whatever but actually in the whole of this lockdown the last six months it's been it's been hard in terms of just the amount of work that's coming through um it's been really really busy but no i haven't really i mean yes i mean gene and i we have a half we're, we're, we're you know any relationship we have the arguments whatever but no it hasn't really fallen apart but even when before when you knew uh many years ago when i was at a a bad place that i am really grateful for it um because it it taught me a lot and the chaos and again as part of this i keep going back to this simplicity of success it's 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 sections where you think okay something it's all fallen apart what do i need to learn from this and then have gratitude for it and go wow okay this is this is something that's come up something needs something needs to be learned here and then yeah have look at it from that way rather than oh bloody hell life and blah 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 and blaming and that's what so many people do but actually take ownership and go okay i've obviously created this um doesn't matter what whatever it is but take ownership of it look it look at it and come from a place of gratitude and go okay right i get it i need to change differently and fine and then move on from it yes yeah it's really really key don't 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 sit and lounge and you know you know go you know go into it too much you know i lost my brother this uh, in january which was terrible and i miss him every day but i don't spend my days wallowing i've got this lovely picture montage that he, he gave me from um when i met him at the marathon i was running the marathon last year and he met me at the end and it was brilliant it's a lovely montage and i look up when i see smelling signing face looking down at me and i think wow i'm so lucky that he was in my life he taught me a lot i don't look up and go oh god you know it's terrible and because that's not going to do me any good it's not he wouldn't have wanted that no so yeah 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 so what about those days when you when you are living more which is where i talk about getting to do more of what you want to do and less of the stuff that you don't want to do i think we've talked about that throughout <laughs> so if we just go all the days that i've just described to you <laughs> <laughs> well no so there, there are i mean one thing i have noticed um because not a lot of people know this i have a, a heart condition it's a leaky valve which is actually very common not a lot of people go through their lives and never never know about it um, and it was diagnosed um, earlier this year, and they said we don't need to operate. Now they're saying they do have to operate. I'm like, well, make your bloody mind up. <laughs> um, it's a reasonably simple. I don't know. Um, I'm going for a second opinion. But there are days when I get really tired, Joe, and it's it's like you know I'm, I feel absolutely wiped out, and I know that I just I've maybe taken on too much, yeah. and I have to rest. I have to make time now. That's where we're going. When I haven't actually had a proper break 
since March 2019. And I am right now, I mean, life is brilliant. I'm, I'm, I, it's not Facebook kind of look at me brilliant. I don't shout about that. You, you hardly ever see selfies of me because that's, that's not me. But I genuinely, every day I have gratitude for, for even you spending time now interviewing me for me to be able to speak and, you know, people hear this. It, it, it's wonderful how lucky that we can do this and we've got the technology and all the rest of it. Yeah. But there are days as well. I've, I give out so much to my clients. You know, they're, they're, they're all doing really well and it's, it's brilliant. But I have to take stuff and go, actually, you know what? I need to take time for me because um, I'm just knackered. I'm worn out. And I, I, I got to, a, it was a, about a month ago, and I just got to the weekend and thought, I'm absolutely knackered. I'm, I'm just wrung out. And that's because I've given so much to my clients. I'm all about big energy and, and give them everything. And just, it, it's brilliant. I love that and the results they get from that. But I think actually I've, I need to turn that back in on myself and look after me for a bit. So we're going away. So yeah, it's, um, yeah, there are some days I'm just, I'm exhausted. And I, I, I do, I go to back to bed. I was, I'm <laughs> as you said, I go, go for a swim early in the morning. Yeah. I was back in bed by 11 and I went back to bed for an hour. See, I won't work for myself. Why the hell not? Yeah. Exactly, the joys of having your own business. <laughs> it, it is lovely. And actually, you know what? There is, I, I talk about this thing as well. There's no hustle in the flow. And I, 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 I personally, I don't like the word hustle um, because it's all kind of dog eat dog and go out there and hustle and blah, blah, blah. Well, you know what? Actually, it doesn't need to be like that at all. And I'm living proof of that. And I see that. And I used to do that for so long. And, you know, people go, what, God, you know, you don't get up at four in the morning and go to bed at one in the morning kind of thing. And you're not doing 500 press ups an hour and that kind of stuff. It's like, well, fuck off, excuse my language. But that's not, life doesn't have to be like that. You will burn out incredibly quickly. So one of the things I have learned is just to just stop and just take time out and love yourself and go, you know what? I'm tired. I'm going to go off to bed. And that's not weakness. That is actually being strong enough to admit that and go, yeah, I'm knackered. I'm going to go back to bed. It's Monday morning. I'm going back to bed for 11 um, or whatever. And just listen to your body because your body will always show you what's going on. And if you do not listen to it, that noise will get louder and louder and louder. And my heart condition, you know, I, I think that's just years of, you know, bad old days. I <laughs> just do a lot yeah. of drink drugs and stuff like that. Don't do any of that anymore. But yeah. um, it's been there for a while. So now it's going to be repaired, and I think, well, brilliant. God, how much more energy will I have? <laughs> Gina's going, God, you'll be a pain in the ass. Yeah. <laughs> so, but I do. That, that's, what, that's one of the things that does actually get me down when I'm really tired. You know, I could be eight, eight o'clock at night, and I'm nodding off. And I'm like, oh, I hate this. I don't like it. But I just think, well, just, just accept it. Don't fight against it. So Gina's away at the moment, and I think, great. When, when the cat's away, the mice go to bed early. <laughs> so, yeah, rock and roll. But I... Yeah. You know, I love the mornings. I, I, yeah. it, it sounds probably really corny, and again, California. But every morning I wake up and go, "Wow, it's another day." Uh, you know, it's a chance for something different. Or it's, it's wake up with hope. There's a joke in there somewhere. Why is hope in your bed? But anyway, <laughs> but but it is wake up with hope. It's, it's great. I, I love it. Love it for me. Mornings are the best time. So I sleep mm. is is key for me. So yeah. Lovely. I think you painted a good picture there. <laughs> I think just even that thing about you know doing all these sort of challenges and all this sort of stuff that a lot of people wouldn't do, like, you know, going swimming every morning in the sea and things like that, but also knowing to stop and that you can stop and that you should stop and you will stop is, is great to hear. Cause it's, it's, it's vital. Cause I see so many business owners and I see Gary Vaynerchuk, you know, I remember seeing a video of him 
and he was bragging it was sort of a, it was 11 o'clock on a christmas eve or stuff and people say oh here's my staff and they're all celebrating but i've not i've got another two meetings to go to and you know it's all about the hustle and i just thought you bloody idiot you're missing out on life you know business who cares what how much money you're earning how much turnover you know what i would rather sit with someone who didn't have much in their pocket but had amazing stories to tell and they'd actually been sensible they hadn't burnt themselves out and who cares? I mean, I drive a 10-year-old Peugeot estate with 100 and whatever thousand miles on the clock. It's got full of sand from going to the beach and back with the dogs. I couldn't care less. Why would you? For me, I wouldn't want a flash car because, one, it just it doesn't turn me on. But I just think I would rather go and spend my money on going to Everest or wherever, tre- trekking and, and that kind of stuff to build the stories. Because that's the richness of richness of life, but also being sensible enough so you you get to a ripe old age, and you've, you're still around to to you know tell those stories. Yeah. So yeah, loving yourself, looking after yourself, eating the right food, um, yeah. and you know yeah, when you're tired, go to bed. Yeah. <laughs> wrong with it. Absolutely, brilliant. Thank you, Sarah. It's been great catching up with you again. Tell people oh, how they pleasure. can find out more about you and get in touch. Um, carry a pigeon or smoke signals. No, go to simonjordan.com. So that's simonjordan, J-O-R-D-A-N.com. Jordan as in the the river and the place or whatever. Simonjordan.com. And it's all on there. Um, you can find me on all the social media. I, um, they're all down there, everything, everything. And all my environmental initiatives and all the other bits and bobs, it's all there. So yeah. Brilliant. Lovely. Thanks, Simon. Thank you, Joe. Cheers. All this information is available in the show notes. If you go to powertolivemore.com forward slash, in this case, 182, then you'll find them there. And this week, I just want to talk about getting organised in terms of to-do lists. It's something that we were talking about at my membership site, Power to Live More Calm Call, yesterday. We were talking about how I use Todoist as my main tool for tracking my to-do list items. I also use Asana. Uh, which I use for my podcast processing and for some of the work that I outsource to my VAs. I quite like the concept of um, a list. I've always been a bit of a list person. I don't really do visuals. So Trello, which is more about the Kanban boards, uh, has never appealed to me. So I I like Asana from that point of view. But for managing my personal uh, to-do list items, I use Todoist. And it's got the sort of accolade of being the only tool that I've really stuck with over an extended period of time for such things and you know over the years I've tried everything from Filofax to Scion to HPI pack to different time management uh, task management techniques and so on and I've stuck with Todoist because it can be really simple and easy to use but it also can be highly sophisticated it has a series of projects where you can put your tasks and you can uh, create hierarchies of projects as well as create sections within those projects to enable you to better manage the tasks. It also has a labeling system. So if you follow something like um, getting things done or any of those sorts of uh, styles of time management where you create context uh, labels for your items, then that can be really useful. I have labels like iPad, phone, laptop, uh, desk, Uh, i.e. places where I'm going to do those activities. And I also tag all of my tasks with how much time I think they'll take. So one minute, five minute, 10 minute, 20 minute, 30 minute and 60 minute uh, so that I can slice and dice my to-do list using the filters that they have uh, to 
great effect. One of the things I truly believe uh, you need to bear in mind when you have a to-do list is to enable you to create so many views or as many views as you need that really cuts the list down into shorter, more manageable chunks. So I don't have just one list for the day. I have a lots of different views, which might be a view of uh, the tasks by the amount of time they're going to take, or it might be only the tasks that I'm going to do on my laptop or only the tasks I'm going to do at my desk or the tasks for uh, project-based items that are the most important and need to be done sometime this week, albeit not dated and so on. And so we spent a lot of the call yesterday going through how I set that up. And my sort of main message was you don't have to be uh, so seemingly complicated <laughs> with your own to-do list. And the, the thing with mine is the reason it is or does seem to be quite complicated is all those times where I might ordinarily have sort of hopped off to another tool because I like organising myself. I've actually just changed all the filters on Todoist uh, rather than sort of start again somewhere else. Um, so that's one of the advantages of it because it's online, because it's uh, an app, you can actually uh, sh shuffle things around really easily and change the views and so on. And thinking back to getting things done, I think uh, he has a Sunday maybe file that you put stuff in that's sort of like an idea, but not something that you want hanging over you whilst you're getting on and doing all the things you need to do. But you don't want to sort of lose that idea. So you capture it in your Sunday maybe file. And that's one of the things we were talking about yesterday, that I have uh, a whole load of file, a whole load of projects rather than tasks that um, are in a, a, a top line project called stuff to keep or something like that and the idea is that um, I have all the films I want to watch all the books I want to read all the places I want to visit and all of those sorts of things that people throw out and give you at different times and I just stick them into my to-do list and then I corral them into this particular place and I rarely look at it and to be honest I'm probably never going to watch most of those films but I know that I've got them somewhere so if I want to go and find one that's been recommended it's in there and then I have a whole other project that's called pending I think and actually what that is is all the stuff that I transferred from my previous to-do list tool that I hadn't ever really got around to categorizing properly or doing anything with and I kept it and I've kept it under pending so it's there and I could go through it but again chances of me doing that are probably fairly slim uh, but in that whole sort of concept of get everything out of your head get it all into a tool of some description or even paper if that's your preference and so that you don't have to remember it you don't have to keep it there nagging you you've got it somewhere you have a process and you know you can find it if you need it um and that you know that's the importance of having that pending file which as I say I'll probably never particularly look at but it was a way of being able to get that stuff out of my head and stop it clogging up all the the other things that you need to be thinking about as well so whichever tool you're using, just think about what is the best way for it to work for you. I do believe this stuff is always really personalised and we certainly talked in some detail about my members and how this might apply to them. And, you know, some people just want pen and paper. Uh, some people do want a tool like this. Uh, some people have a combination of those things. Some people don't even have to-do to lists at all. They have a, a don't-do list and... Um, they have visions and plans and goals and they work to those rather than using a to-do list. It's it's definitely horses for courses. It's very much about what works for you. And obviously the first point in that um, journey is finding out what does work for, for you. Um, I definitely recommend Todoist uh, if it's something that um, 
you're struggling with and you haven't got um, a process at the moment, um, if you go to joedodds.com forward slash recommends forward slash todoist, you will find it there. Um, And the other thing, last week I put up a product around Aweber. So if you're an Aweber user or you haven't got a mailing list provider currently and you're thinking about signing up with one of them, uh, Aweber have a free account now up to 500 subscribers and it pretty much gives you access to all the functionality of Aweber, including their 24-7 support. And uh, it's, as I say, free until you've got 500 subscribers. So um, that's something to look at if you haven't yet got uh, a mailing list provider. Uh, I am an Aweber certified expert. Um, You'll see me on their website So I've put together a product where you can invest in an hour's one-to-one session with me looking specifically at your setup and enabling that um, and helping you to make sure it's all set up properly and you have a plan and a strategy for your email marketing through Aweber. And it also gets you 30 days access to my membership site, which is Power to Live More Calm. If you're interested in finding out more about that, then just go to my website, powertolivemore.com, and you'll see under products, one of the drop-downs is Aweber. And again, the show notes for this week's show are at powertolivemore.com forward slash 182. And we look forward to speaking to you next week. Use your power to live more.